Thank you for calling Ellie Insurance. This is Wendy. May I help you? I speak to Steve, please. I'm calling. Yeah, it's Joey Jingola. Okay, hold on just a moment. Thank you. Hello, this is Steve. Steve, it's Joey Jingola. Yeah, how are you, Joey? Good, how you doing, sir? Good, doing real well, doing real well. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Yeah, well, and there's just so many efficiencies just from our business standpoint. We've got VoIP phone systems, so we'll pull all of our calls into one call center, and everybody at both locations can answer the phones. And, you know, it's a better customer experience as opposed to, you know, having to hope that the guy that happens to be at that office is available as opposed to, hey, everybody's in the pool. Somebody pick them up and let's, let's take care of them. It's such a simple concept that it almost seems too simple to even be effective, but the idea that everybody at the office can answer the same phone no matter where like physically they're located and help out and make sure something gets done, I, I don't Why is that not a thing all the time everywhere all over the place? And yet, here we are, that's Steve, from Holly Insurance, Steve Holly, Holly Insurance, talking about you know efficiencies within his agency of hey, hey we got a VoIP system, and guess what we can just you know answer the phone wherever we're at anywhere, and we can send it to whoever it needs to be available wherever they need to go doesn't matter right that is somehow debatable that is somehow optional that is somehow not something that shouldn't happen every single time somebody calls an insurance agency anywhere in the country or I guess world for that matter, but it is somehow something that we have not deemed as worthy of just being part of business and it is an efficiency. Now Steve's gonna roll the credits on this thing and really what we're talking about is just the idea of we don't do that anymore. And the fact that this isn't a we don't do that anymore thing and that it's still optional really blows my mind just a little bit, a little bit more than it really should. And we're gonna dive into Steve's we don't do that anymore because I don't think we have enough of them and we really need to understand what we don't do anymore, why we don't do them, because taking that stand really lets you know what you should be doing instead. Well, we are a pretty good mix. We're an Erie agency, so we've got Erie, Travelers, Safeco, if you like that. So we do mostly uh, personal lines and small commercial. We're I don't know, probably 60, 40 commercial, I mean, personal to commercial right now. So we don't necessarily have a niche. You know, I know I see your stuff. You're pretty good with the health insurance stuff. I'm totally out of the health insurance game. We stopped writing any of it a couple years ago. There you go, Steve. Thanks for letting me finally get to talk about health insurance on this show because not enough agents do it, and I feel like I'm the only one, and that's probably a bad sign, but I'm not going to dwell on that. That's... A depression for another day but steve said he's completely out of the game he doesn't do it why doesn't he do it well he's gonna tell you <laughs> well no, i mean the folks that stayed in it and do it well i think you can do it but i just you know i hated my health insurance so i sure as hell didn't want to write anybody else's yes i am a sick and twisted individual who happens to enjoy health insurance again Pierre be one of only a few, and Steve hated his health insurance, and that's a strong word, hate, right? We hear that a lot. I hear it a lot more in health insurance than I do with auto and home. 
I would say auto and home people are mildly annoyed um, with it. They don't hate it. People hate. I mean, with the fire of a thousand suns, like Bill Buckner type hate, um, Steve Bartman type hate, any dude that messed up a sporting thing, championship hate. Uh, I can name my own personal hates, but like, like that kind of hate, like that deep level, like you killed my grandma health insurance hate because, you know, there's chances that there's a health insurance policy or a, a facility or something that something happened, didn't go down, getting taken care of. And that's where they kind of get this from. And it's the idea that, well, listen, if you don't like it, nobody's forcing you to do it, even though. That's always been, I can't really, I've lost track of how many times I've said this on the show. You don't have to do it just because you're licensed to do it. And I always love, in the clip before that, I love the old word 60, 40, 70, 30, 80, 20. If I was better with numbers, I'd make different percentages, but I'm not. I can just stick to the, the tens or, you know, just even numbers there, 80, 20. Anyways, see how bad I am. It's that idea that, I think it's accurate. I mean, I would like to think that it's at least close to accurate. I just don't even know how accurate most of those numbers are from from some agents or agent, agency owners is, is that, you know, this is what we're doing. This is what we're not doing. And, you know, Steve said they're 60-40. Great. Um, they're 60 personal and 40% small commercial. And they understand that they don't do health insurance anymore. We don't do that anymore. Very powerful thing to say, very powerful thing to kind of actually embrace and practice. Not only is it powerful, but what you also might notice is how happy you are when you realize that you actually don't do that anymore. Right, right. Well, and and what you described is exactly why I got out of health insurance. I don't have a Joey in my office that (laughs) understands all this kind of stuff. And, you know, particularly when the... uh, Obamacare stuff started, you know, coming out. There were a lot of changes, and we would call the carriers and say, "Well, how does this work?" And they say, "Uh, we don't know." And it's, so I can't, I can't be in that position as the agent. <laughs> I don't have that luxury. So we just said, "Screw it, we're out." I've got some referral partners that we deal with on it, and it works out great. I, I smile every time I tell somebody, "We don't do that anymore. You need to call this guy." I smile every time. I tell somebody, we don't do that anymore. You need to call this guy. Think about that for a second. Any agent I've ever talked to, ever, on this show and just not on this show, anytime that they can have a strategic referral partner to get a line of business off of their plate that they just can't stand, they sound like a kid about to go on like a lifetime summer vacation. That's how excited they are. It's ridiculous how happy they are to send that business elsewhere because they can't stand doing it. And it's hearing that natural and honest reaction to things and wonder why there isn't more of a, we don't do that anymore. Now, again, there's the, you know, there is something to be said for, you know, just going out and making a buck, right? Like there's, it's that balance of understanding you know, if it's breathing, am I going to try and sell an insurance? And what stage of your career are you at? So obviously, if, if you're a young buck just starting out of the gate here listening to this, maybe this doesn't apply to you as much. I don't know. I can't. I honestly can't say where that line is drawn. Like, at what point are you, have you made it to say, I don't need to worry about that anymore? 
Is it right from the get-go? I think you could possibly do that. Is it, you know, after you've just, you know, accumulated enough business to at least afford ramen noodles? Okay, that might be a time. It doesn't really matter. It's up to you to determine when you're comfortable enough to be able to turn a piece of business away and 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 actually say the crazy words we don't do that anymore. Now, again, I'm I'm as guilty as sin on some of this too sometimes because I will I've said on previous shows I have friends calling me up asking me if I do this, if I do that. And I really don't, but I do, and that's probably not great. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's more or less, I think, because I don't have some place to send them. I don't know of anybody, um, you know, for the specific thing. Again, auto home, like we do that in-house uh, and it's a whole thing. Like, I, I you know, I'm going to do it because they're my friends. But like I, had, like I told you, I'm, maybe I mentioned on the show, like I had a friend had a classic car, asked me if I could help him out. Never insured a classic car, but I figured it out. It wasn't terrible. And I really wasn't going to send them to some, somebody else that I didn't know if they knew it any better than I did. Now, maybe that's my fault for not having those connections in place, but again, they don't happen all that often for me because I'm not out there looking for it. But much like Steve, the idea and the power of saying we don't do that. The one thing I do want to push back on a little bit here, and this is interesting because this is, again, beginning to talk about health insurance is fun finally on this show. Um, Steve did say, I can't be in the position as an agent to not have an answer to a question. I would, I would completely disagree. Now, is it the best business advice or sense? I don't know as health insurance still has yet to pan out and it looks progressively worse and worse each year. The idea that when a carry doesn't have an answer, then, you know, the person doesn't have an answer and that's when they rely on us more than ever. So the idea that, you know, we don't have that answer, that's the position that we have to be in. That's the only position that we have is, you know, listen, you know, the insurance companies themselves can't even sort this out. Good luck if you want to do it on your own, but, uh, you know, I'm going to have it sorted out as fast as they do. And as soon as they do, then I will let you know, and then you don't have to worry about it. Now, again, this is my perspective from health insurance, right? I'm not saying that this is how every industry has to be, but I would not look at that as a disadvantage, more or less as an advantage. Now, the only disadvantage is that the information is constantly changing and it is kind of hard to develop systems and routines that do become as efficient as possible. And I've talked openly about my struggles in that and the condensed time frame in which you have to write a majority of your business and just the sheer hours in the day in which you have to renew your existing or entire book of business, sell everything new, mainly that you're going to sell for the year, all during a three month window, during half of which, or let's say a third of which is during the busiest holiday season of the year. No, that's not made up. It sounds made up, but that is what health insurance open enrollment has become. And now while you still might be thinking that I am yes, certified be crazy. The point is, is that I can't be put in that position. I don't know why I'm, I'm harping on this for whatever reason, but it is it did eat at me a little bit, even when Steve said that, even as I've heard it played back. Um, yes, we do always want to have the best information, but more or less, 
we need to be able to go find the best information if we don't have it. It's our ability to efficiently do that as opposed to just having it ready because we're never going to be the expert and have the answer to every question, but we can find the answer to every question that somebody's going to ask us. And that is, I guess, the other side of the we don't do that anymore equation is that don't just don't just punt on it because other people don't know what's going on. Now, you know, like Steve said, he doesn't have a Joey in his office, which would be weird just having a baby kangaroo hanging out in his office. That would I don't know if that's safe. I don't know if kangaroos are aggressive, especially the little ones. But he doesn't have that person that is is up to date on all this. Now, that's just what he's telling himself because he doesn't want to do health insurance. If he wanted to, if he thought it was a viable market, he could get somebody in there. Um, the idea is, is that they've identified the fact they don't want somebody in there. They don't want anybody to do that. They want to be out of the health insurance business. They don't do that anymore. And I think, again, at the end of the day, from answering the phone, from understanding what you really don't like to do, and then having the resources and the connection set up to, to make sure that you're not just throwing it away and you're passing it off to somebody that can handle it and that you know you know that it is off your plate and your client is going to be taken care of. Now, the slippery slope, the double-edged sword, and, I, and you'll hear this on an upcoming podcast at some point, is when you do create those referral partners, this is a little, little bit of a tangent, but then you've essentially taken, and, and again, I think the, the, if we're playing the odds here, the percentages, I think this is a very low percentage. This is just something that I would, in my head, what I would go through is then now you're you're essentially, again, vouching or standing up for that person saying, here, go talk to this guy. If things go south with that person, depending on how far south they go, that could spill over and become toxic for that piece of business. And that is challenging. And that's that's the one you know internal struggle they would put a straitjacket on me if you ever actually heard the thoughts in my head going around about that whole kind of experience. And while I may have just in five seconds erased the entire purpose of this podcast, it's kind of feeling like one of those days. Um, just that's the one thing to be very careful of. Although I do, again, 98% of the agents I talk to, they sound so happy that they don't have to do this and they can they can send it to somebody. Just be careful of who you're sending it to. And don't be afraid to say to somebody, we don't do that anymore. I told you earlier that Steve was going to roll the credits on this thing, and uh, if you don't know what that's from, I don't, it might be from something else, and this dude's probably making a, a joke about something that I'm not even familiar with, but it comes from one of my favorite YouTube channels, Cinema Sins. If you want to do yourself a favor and, and, and have a little workday distraction, uh, about 15, 20 minutes of video, and it really goes through a bunch of different movies. They just basically point out everything that's wrong, the mistakes, plot holes, uh, make fun of a bunch of stuff. It's hilarious and you will enjoy yourself and obviously you're going to want to have seen the movies that you watch so don't watch a movie you haven't seen if you're weird and like spoilers and i would probably think a little bit less of you but the interesting point is it does give you a whole new perspective on an industry and 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 really lets you think about things differently and really helps you this is weird i might be just justifying my my uh, method for watching dumb things on the internet but it really helps you see and understand decisions and how poor decisions are made and at a very expensive cost you would think people getting paid this money much money with this much money on the line would actually think a decision a little bit further through 
But anyways, that perspective, if you're looking for a little bit more of it specific to the insurance industry, I am on fire with these segues. I tell you what, I just, I can't stop myself. We've got a lot of that over at growprogram.com and our free grow membership. I uh, would love you to take a part in that. Obviously it's free, there's, there's very little risk. Uh, so if you want to grab 40 highly educational instructional videos from some of the uh, industry's finest, if you will, I guess I'll toss myself into that, that ring. But Jason Cass, Brent Kelly, Ryan Hanley, all of us uh, really just put together some videos to help you understand how to do some of this stuff, give you perspective on how to say what you don't do, how to say what you do, and ultimately discover you know, how to attract people to you instead. Go to girlprogram.com slash free to sign up for your no risk, no credit card, no anything, just a username and email and password, and you've got access to those 40 videos forever. I think it's pretty cool. We'd love to see you in the free membership. And let me know if you jump in and say, hey, Joey, what's up? I'm in the free membership. How's it going? How's life? Um, what's your greatest fear? Anything you want, joey at growprogram.com, growprogram.com slash free to go ahead and do that. I'll see you over there.